Sports Radio 910 The Fan. Uh, Bring the energy! It's happening. Get it, get, 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 get. For your lives. It's time for MP on the mic. Cunning, capable, agile, flexible. It gets me pumped and it gets me going. Michael Phillips is... Let's go! MP on the mic. MP on the mic, what is up? Thank you for joining us uh, ahead of what should be a fantastic weekend in the world of football, college, and pro. And I can think of nobody better to break that down with than our guy, Mike Svenitz. Hit that sounder, maybe? Do we have a sounder? There we go. Mike Svenitz of Front Page Bets breaks down this week's lines and action in college and pro football. Yes, sir. Mike, what's up, dude? What's up, man? We're going to get this right one of these times, man. We're going to do it. We're going to do it all the way through without any hiccups. You, sir, have more faith than me, but I commend you for that. <laughs> it wouldn't be a, it wouldn't be a hit with us if, if, if things went smoothly. It, it wouldn't would it would not be local radio <laughs> if there if there wasn't a hiccup or two along the way. Um, but but I got my SEC guy on the line. And uh, I got a big weekend of SEC games coming up. Uh, we got Georgia, Tennessee, and uh, I mean, I, I don't know. I'm excited for this one. I I, I keep uh, this is Charlie Brown and Lucy with the football, right? Like, oh, this is going to give so. Georgia a test. You know, South Carolina's going to give Georgia a test. Somebody's got to give Georgia a test at some point, right? Yeah, you would think that this, you know, out of all the games, I think Auburn probably played them in, you know, Missouri, but Auburn probably played them the closest game, yeah. the biggest scare. And you know Auburn, you know couldn't couldn't beat you and me and and three other guys. But <laughs> I think that I think you know th- this weekend for Georgia. Here's the deal. You know they clinched the SEC. Um, you know they clinched the East. They're going to be playing Alabama in the SEC title game. I don't think that's enough for Georgia to look ahead because obviously college football playoff is is super up for grabs right now. Even though you have five undefeated teams, you have six and seven. Oregon, Texas, a lot of teams still kind of out there on the periphery. And if you look at the if you look at the odds. In a lot of the sports books, like Oregon at six, who lost to Washington to leapfrog and get in the college football playoff before they like Washington. Obviously, Washington's got Oregon State this weekend. But in the SEC, if you're saying, does Georgia finally lose, which I think they do before the end of the season. It could be to Alabama in the SEC championship game, but could this be a trap game? Could, you know, could they be looking ahead? I don't think Kirby Smart will let them, but this team is not the Georgia of the last two years. They're suspect, and they're probably going to get beaten you know, going into this game as 10.5-point favorites in Rocky Top. I don't know. You, I don't think they cover. You know, Georgia. Georgia has struggled to cover all year, but of course there have been some massive spreads. But yeah, you know, they're they're a team that they're a team that I think is one or two mistakes away from losing the first ball game in three years. What I'm curious about is I I don't think there's room for two SEC teams this year. I think that there's you have you're going to have to take a Pac-12 team. I think we all right. see that. Uh, you're going to have to take Michigan or Ohio State. Now, if Florida State doesn't run the table, that leaves you an out. But if Florida State does, your your hands forced there. Obviously, that's three. That only leaves you one SEC team. I think Georgia could lose this week. I don't think they could lose to Alabama. If they lost to Bama in the SEC title game, I don't see how you could not take Bama into the playoffs at that point. 
Right. And, and could you see a year with no undefeated SEC teams? Yeah. Right. Cause that's, that's what we're could be looking at. Georgia's the last one standing. Um, you know, that, I think that Alabama game, you know, Alabama could beat them. Let's say Georgia loses to Tennessee, beats Alabama in the national era in this SEC championship game. You got a one loss Georgia, a two loss Alabama. They're out. One loss Georgia. Is that better than a one loss Oregon who runs the table and beats Washington in, in, in the Pac 12? Mike, I think I think I think you know something that I know as well, that these people are fully aware that if they leave Oregon out of the college football playoffs, they might receive a mean letter to the editor in a local newspaper. But if they leave the SEC entirely out of the college playoffs, everything they own will be burned to the ground by sundown. <laughs> There's no question. And a couple of years ago, you know, Mike Slive toyed with the idea of the SEC, you know, the beloved SEC commissioner, <laughs> toyed with the idea of just saying, you know what, we're going to take our ball and start our own league. Yeah. And if that happened this year, if, if SEC gets left out, guess what? Craig Stanky's going to take take his ball, and they're going to start Division Four, or whatever it is, <laughs> and you're going to see a succession like you've never seen before. Yeah, they 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 would not take that. Like, there's a political game here too, and uh, no question, they they are not afraid to play it. We love having Mike Sveditz on frontpagebets.com is the site. He gets ready for all the week's action. Anything else you're excited about on the college board before we turn the page? Yeah, I mean, I really like that Washington-Oregon State game. I think that's the best game of the weekend. Obviously, this is the week, you know, with two weeks left to go in the season. You got your rivalry week next week. So this is where everybody kind of plays. You know, you got, you know, North, North Florida or North Alabama going to Florida State. You got Chattanooga going to Alabama. But, you know, this Pac-12 game, Washington's got to beat Oregon State. If they beat Oregon State, they, they, they clinch a spot in the Pac-12 championship. Oregon State's at a number 11 in, in the college football playoff poll they've got Washington then Oregon to end the season so for 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 Washington this is a chance not only they win this game they get in but Oregon State could be Oregon in that final game no doubt so you, you you've got so so I think Washington is right now is kind of in the catbird seat they win they get in and then you know one loss Washington even if they lost in the championship game I think still is better if Oregon falls I like that game, and you know, I, I know, you, I know, you've got this circled on the calendar: Kansas State, Kansas, and Lawrence. You know, two top twenty-five teams. When's the last time both teams have been ranked in the top twenty-five at this point in the season? Going into game, that game, I, I can't. I, it might have happened, but I can't remember it. That that's a great question because Kansas had the years with Mangino where they were good for like three years, but that coincided with Kansas State being down. Um, right. Yeah, they it, it's. It, that's probably it because K State probably got some reputation rankings then, but uh, yeah, there, there's um, there's there's not a not a deep rich history there. It was like uh, Duke UNC had that. That wasn't Duke UNC the right. other week. That that was the first time they had both been ranked since like the 30s. It's got to be. It's got to be. I'm going to go look. You know what? I'm 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 here front page bets. We 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 will leave no question unanswered. We'll we'll find the answer. We'll put that in our our. Uh, Weekly college football best bet, so you guys can check it out later this afternoon at uh, frontpagebets.com. You like how I did that? I love it. I love it. Frontpagebets.com. Get there. Get the answer to this question, which uh, you you may you may be reading some parchment paper by the time you're done uh, t- done researching this one. <laughs>
All right, Mike Smedditz joins us uh, as he does to get us ready for a big weekend in the world of sports. So we've got Steelers-Browns, which, uh, I mean, now that neither team has a quarterback is kind of eerily reminiscent of, of, I guess, Iowa Northwestern. You know, I love that they just keep moving these Iowa over-unders lower every week, and and they keep hitting them (laughs) like, we dare you to make a number so low we can't hit it. They they haven't found it yet. Um, But we've also got Jets-Bills, a couple of teams that are – clinging to the remote playoff hopes. Uh, and I, mm. I know you're excited for Eagles Chiefs, a uh, little Super Bowl rematch. Yeah, I mean, I think that that game, that, that you know, Eagles Chiefs game on Monday night is going to be, you know, the best game that we maybe have seen all year. Um, you know, especially with some of these teams that we thought were, you know, we they're not who we thought they were to, uh, yeah. <laughs> to yeah. go back on Benny Green. But, <laughs> they are who we know, thought like they were. Good night. <laughs> they are not who we thought they were. <laughs> And, uh, you know, so, and then you even look at the Bengals, like what team's going to show up for the Bengals, right? Is Joe Burrow going to, you know, I obviously the injury, but he looked great two weeks ago against, you know, San Francisco. And then he goes out and forgets how to play football last week. I just, you know, it's a lot of, it's, it's a lot of up and downs, but the two teams that have been the most consistent are the Eagles and the Chiefs and both coming off a of bye week, both rolling into, into Kansas city and Arrowhead on Monday night. And, you know, in, in that game, the three point spread chiefs are favored at home, which makes sense. Andy Reid is twelve and three since getting to Kansas City in 2013. He's twelve and three coming off the bye week. Yes, so I really sir. like I really like the Chiefs there. But yeah, I mean some of these other games, I mean, look at some of these spreads, Michael. Like, I mean, you've got one, two, three, four, double five, digits. six double digit spreads, which kinda you know, I, I'm I, I like chalk as much as the next guy, but I mean, we're in week eleven going into the season. You know, Miami, 11 over over Vegas. Okay, I, I like that. The so Commanders the, the commanders are laying 10 for the first time since 2017. I'll hit you with the number right there. Let me right write there. that down. Sam, Let me write that. I'm writing that down. Hold on. 2017. <laughs> the, are you the, serious? I was going to ask you when, when the last time they were double-digit phase. It, it, was, it was to the San Francisco 49ers during, during the, their lull. Uh, yeah, there's, there's no... Uh, there, wow. there, there hasn't been a lot of commanders double digit uh, spreads. Uh. But here's a question: Do I'm scared? That's the that's the biggest line that I was kind of I'm I'm, I'm on the fence about, right? I got I like the Dolphins covering the eleven and a half over the of Vegas. I like the Lions covering the ten over Chicago. I like Jacksonville. Or sorry, I'm sorry. I like uh, Dallas covered ten and a half over Carolina. Yeah. Oh yeah. And I like definitely like the 49ers beating the crud out of Tampa Bay at home. You know the eleven to have Baker and and the boys, but that ten from Washington. Oh, it's so the many. Giants now, I mean, it's a lot. But even though the Giants, I think Highland Springs could beat the Giants right now. <laughs> but good night. I, I just I, I don't know if I can. I don't know if I can do it. I don't know if I can pull. I, I just don't know. Bonus fun fact: They haven't covered as a double digit favorite since Mark Brunel won in two thousand five. <laughs> Man, this is good. This is gold. This is definitely going on front page. Do so I have to give you credit for this? I, you, all, this all you happy to be the research team. Uh, as long as we can keep uh, keep getting your wisdom, your in, your insight here. Uh, that's uh, uh, we'll we'll come come back next week. We'll see. Uh, I, I agree. The Giants are bad, but I I'm never laying ten with the Commanders. At least at no, least not I mean, in their we, current we, iteration. <laughs> You've seen this team. We, we've seen this movie before, over and over again. We're not, we're not falling for this one. You know, it's like Home Alone. You know, you know. Eventually, after you keep getting, you know, trying to get in the house, you know, the hair, the blowtorch on the hair. You know, you're stepping on the micro machines. You know, sooner or later, that paint bucket's coming off the top rail. I love it. Awesome. I, I love having you on. Thank you for dropping by, Mike, and uh, we'll look forward to a really fun weekend. Check out frontpagebets.com for all the information headed into this weekend.
All right, bud. Thanks for having me, man. All right, back with more after this. You're listening to 910 The Fan at 105.1 FM. We are back on a Friday morning, and that can only mean one thing. It's a high school football game day, and we are ready to bring in Mr. Gary Hess to break down the action. There's less than 12 hours to kick off, so it's time for the pre-pregame show with the Zog. Sports Radio 910 Sports Director Gary Hess as he gets us ready for tonight's gridiron matchup. The pre-pregame show denotes tailgate show, oh. which denotes beverages. Uh, we are. Wow. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> want like a nice warm coffee or something? I don't think that's the kind of beverage you had in mind. I think it's, uh, you know, all those kids out at JMU getting ready for game day, going out there oh, at yeah. three in the morning. I like, I mean, I, I could do it back in the day, but, right. you know, I got, got to pace myself now. Yeah. No kidding. Me too. So... <laughs> You, yeah, I'm excited. Uh, I'm doing some tailgating this weekend. By the way, tomorrow, let's go um, at the uh, at the D3 in state showdown up in Ashland. The the captains and the jackets. That's exactly right. Uh, which should be a phenomenal football game. Should be a phenomenal game. I think Randolph Macon's clearly favored. Yep, and should win. But uh, the captains in the playoffs for the first time in in quite a few years, and pretty exciting times down at CNU. Um, and so we'll we'll see how it goes, and we'll see if the the jackets can make another run because uh, that, that's a school that's had uh, quite a bit of sporting success recently. Yeah, they and they look poised to do that to do that too. So we'll see. I love it. You have, I mean, just one of the games I'm most excited for in a while this weekend. Manchester Thomas Dale on the fan tonight. I'm already fired up. I am too. You know, it's it. We did this game in the second round last year, and I. I I should know off the top of my head, but I believe the final was 38-35. It was good. And it was it was a great game. And we have been looking at this for about a month now, figuring that Thomas Dale would go 10-0, that Holland Springs and Manchester would go 9-1, if Holland Springs could get by Verona, and that it would that Holland Springs would probably eke out a points edge over Thomas Dale to be the one seed, which meant Manchester Thomas Dale in the second round. So we've been kind of eyeing this, and here it is. We're pretty, pretty, pretty excited about it. And no sleep on Highland Springs either for hosting Oscar Smith, which uh, obviously Springers are very good, but Oscar Smith that that name speaks for itself. That's a brand name in Virginia high school football. That is, and that's one of those cases where this team may not be quote unquote vintage Oscar Smith, but you you know it's like. It's still Oscar Smith, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and so, yeah, then Glenn Allen got plenty of that right in the face last week. And so, yeah, I you know, I, I don't think the Springers will get caught looking ahead. I think no. uh, that Oscar Smith will have the Springers' full attention as Highland Springs aims to host a regional championship game next weekend. We can get caught looking ahead, though. Who would give Highland Springs the better game, in your opinion? Manchester or Thomas Dale? Is there a is you're there gonna a matchup? Get me in, that, you're going to get me in trouble now. That's what I'm trying to do. Yes. Yeah. So <laughs> it is my well. You know, we've already seen them play Manchester, and that was 41-35 decided in the final minute of the game. Yep. I think either team can test the Springers. I believe that um, if push comes to shove, uh, I would probably say Manchester is probably better equipped to give them a game. Well, and, and we've seen it. We've, we've seen it on we've the field. We've seen that. And, and it's a different story if Thomas Dale still has Ethan Mentor. Um, although they've 
they've rolled through with with no issues. Ethan Medley, it, it, it was kind of funny when that happened, and it was right before we did the Dimwitty Thomas Dale game. Yep. Kevin Tucker told me he said Ethan Medley would start for three fourths of the team in the air in the area, and. We watched the Dimwitty game, and we were like, holy cow, he's right. <laughs> <laughs> May undersold it a little. So, they're, they're, you know, they're okay. They miss the leadership and the moxie and the presence sure. uh, of Ethan Minter as a four-year starter. But as a quarterback, throwing the football, doing doing the job, execution, uh, it's it's just fine. All right, let, let, let's go to my favorite thing to point out. We got a, an all-city school matchup in, in, the, in the playoffs. Second weekend, we're deep into November. The weather's cold. We got two city schools still on the board. They're playing each other. Armstrong TJ at Virginia Union tonight. I love it for the city. I love it for the matchup. I love it, Gary. I, I do too. And I love we still have three city schools still playing because Huguenot is going to Verina after winning on the final play of the game last week against Powhatan and now playing each other, TJ and Armstrong. And uh, both are great stories. T- Armstrong's put together, I mean, look, eight and three, they're putting together a really good year. But one of those three losses was to TJ. That was uh, uh, October 27th. 28 to 12. So TJ's clearly favored here uh, at Hovey Field. They played at Hovey last time as well. And so uh, I really, uh, I, I think it's a great story the renaissance of city football with these three schools doing as well as they're doing. But TJ's something else. 10 and 0. Uh, have just really taken care of business at every turn. Love it. Uh, and, 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 and can go, can not leave the city of Richmond uh, until the state championship game. Uh, because of the point situation, they're sporting so, that number one seed. Yep. So, and 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 a first year head coach, Eric Harris, has done a phenomenal job. And uh, I have a sneaking suspicion uh, he'll be one of those coaches honored by the Touchdown Club here at the All Metro. Really, you don't say. You don't say. Okay, yeah, no, that makes. <laughs> I really went on a limb there. <laughs> okay, <I know. laughs> okay. Well, none of your bold predictions, Gary. Uh, Huguenot also uh, thriving with with a first year coach. Yeah, so, yeah. Charles yeah. Scott's done a great job there, and we uh, we knew who he was. Obviously, yes, we did. Yeah, yeah. He was a known quantity, and and those of us who are heavily integrated in the uh, high school football world knew who Eric Harris was too, but he wasn't a known quantity as a head coach, and so to the people like me, right to the, to the outside world, right. And so, uh, but yeah, Charles Scott comes in; he's done a quick turnaround. Uh, got the, uh, the 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 quarterback uh, from Manchester played at Manchester last year, split time uh, with Landon Abernathy last year. Jason Wright, and he's had a really good year. So, um, but I'll tell you, Verina is is a test of a different kind. Sure. For, for Huguenot, because Absolutely. the Blue Devils, when you look, at, oh, they're nine and two. Well, they lost to Freedom, <laughs> who's the defending Division Six state yeah. champ and maybe the favorite to win it again. Uh, and they lost to Highland Springs by one point. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, the, the the Blue Devils are going to be a handful for the Falcons, but that should be compelling theater tonight as well. No doubt Gary Hess joins us on Fridays, of course, to break down all the high school action. He'll be out at Manchester, Thomasdale, of course, but I want to stay in that, that huguenot Verina bracket for a second because you've seen a lot of Dinwiddie this year. They head to King George, King George sporting that, that number one seed. Uh, can, can they can they do it? Can, can they get us an, an all-region you know that that Verina Dinwiddie that you're the yeah I, I don't want to sleep on Huguenot we're being fair we're being right. fair here but uh, but yeah um, what, what do you make of Dinwiddie and their chances? Here? I think Dinwiddie certainly has a chance. I, I really do. At the same time, uh, King George cannot be underestimated. First of all, they're eleven and zero. Second of all, they've got D one players. Uh, so and have for a little while now. Right, and have for a little while now. And let me remind you. 
that the Dinwiddie team last year that went undefeated and laid waste to every opponent they played except for King George. Regional final last year, 47-41 in overtime at Dinwiddie. I'm sure they've forgotten about that by now. (laughs) (laughs) And so that is an an extra layer of subplot to this. Uh, It is going to be a huge test for Dinwiddie. There's no doubt about it. But can they do it? Absolutely. No doubt. Last one we'll put on the board, the seventh seed, Mills Godwin, uh, hanging in there. They'll play Metoica. You know, Earl Kenny, boy, you talk about a guy who's done a great job in yes, his first sir. year. Wow. Uh, you know, I, I'm not going to lie to you. I did not see it coming, them going to to Louisa and and winning. And Nobody they led, did. They led 10-7 at the half, got a fumble return or a pick six, some kind of defensive touchdown yeah. on the first play of the second half, led 17-7, and you're like, hmm. <laughs> but then Louisa rolls off 17 straight and leads 24-17. You're like, oh, okay, okay. Godwin drives down the field, scores with 28 seconds to go, is going to kick the extra point. Louisa jumps off sides and with half the distance to the goal, like, we'll put the offense in. Yep. Gets the two-pointer, gets a one-point lead, and then a defensive touchdown in the closing seconds to make it the, the larger victory. But, wow, what a win. And it's like, well, tell them what they've won. Here's a trip, <laughs> here's a trip to Southern Chesterfield to see Matoka, who just beat Bird 28 nothing. So good luck with that. I'll take door number two, please. <laughs> exactly. So and and Douglas Freeman getting to play at home as the five seed because William Fleming right. upset top seed Patrick Henry. That's, That's worth right. mentioning too. A- absolutely. I, I think we, did I hit all the locals? Did I miss anybody here? You're, you're, um, you got uh, the, you got one the other thing I would mention is yes. tomorrow. Trinity and Benedictine oh, for, the, of course, for the of third course. straight year for the VISA Division One State Championship. Can Benedictine flip the script after losing that game the last two years uh, with the game being in their backyard instead of over at Trinity this time? That will be at 1 o'clock on Saturday. No lack of history there, uh, for sure. <laughs> no, and a little bit of spirited nature to the rivalry, too. So. <laughs> Gary Hess will be on the call tonight. Manchester at Thomasdale is our 9-10 the fan game of the week. Do you take any precautions now that it's cold? You know, the weather has, has turned big time. These press boxes are not... Yeah, do, do you bring a heater? How, how are you ready for this? I usually bring... I may bring a little um, uh, Java... Okay. That's hot in a in something to keep it warm, uh, and because I'm I'm one of those guys that even though it's cold, I want the windows open. So I usually just Th- dress. Thank and- you for saying that. Uh, the the commanders beat. We fought over the, a bitter fight for years. I always wanted the windows open. Everybody else wanted them closed. Well, I mean, it, you know, I'm there plus, to I'm there to experience a football game. Exactly, and you know, and we have a crowd mic that you know the somewhere somewhere it needs to somehow get outside. So, I mean, there have been nights where it's been so cold or the wind or the rain's been blowing right at us yep. where I'll make an exception. But by and large, I want to feel like I'm at a football game. That's what you, you're going to a football game. You're going to a great so, football game. I will dress in layers. Yep. Uh, but And and we'll see. Uh, I, it's funny because that is a heated press box, but the uh, the – the hatch to the roof of the press box <laughs> is open, so you get warm air and cold air at the same time. I'm all, surprised there's not thunder. All that warm air just <laughs> whoop, right, right, it's, it's right exactly on. Exactly right. I always had, I always got a lot of respect for the roof guys. Like they, they, these aren't like balconied, railinged roofs. These, these guys are putting it on the line every no, week. They are, and especially some of these assistant coaches can get pretty into it. Really? <laughs> so uh, yeah, it, it's a, you know hopefully there's at least some manner of railing to keep you from <laughs> plummeting to the concrete so it's true well we always enjoy having you around and i uh, tell everybody when to when to tune in tonight yeah. uh 6 30 
Uh, Sports Radio 910, The Fan, 1051 FM, the Odyssey app, and thefanrichmond.com. I've heard of it. I've heard of it, Gary Hess. We'll see you next week. Thanks for dropping by. Yep. Thank you, man. Have a great week. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.